to find the urban dictionary thing. I guess. Or we could just talk about all the boobs you've seen in your life. That's all of zero seconds. <laughs> we could do that. We could do really anything involving boobs. I am all for any kind of boobery. But anyway, I started recording a couple seconds ago, so we've got a little bit of boob talk in. Alright. Yeah, so hey everybody, welcome back to another fine, uh, unusually... Intergalactic. Intergalactic, pent-up sexual frustration between brother and si- Oh wait, nope, that's next time. Episode <laughs> of The Wood Shop. So uh, today we are joined by two of our fine guests. We've got formerly known as Sadie Bryson. Hello. Formerly known as, what? which one is he? Sasui. Sasui, Alex. They've been revealed in the last episode by Chris. Uh, you know, he snitched. Snitched on him real good. Snitches Every- stitches. Everybody knows everybody's name now. Well, not everybody, just the six people who listen. Um, but in any case, today we are going to talk about, we, uh, we teased it last time, we gave it a little tickle around the areola last time. We tickled the taint. <laughs> yeah, we gave it a little taint tickle. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about Star Wars, and we're going to go in chronological order. Today, I think we're probably just going to get... Uh, episodes one, two, talk about Clone Wars, and then episode three. But before that, I think we, uh, I'm going to skip what happened in retail this week on account of all I did was build Christmas decorations. That's something, though. Yeah, but not shit in the urinal funny, I'll tell you that much. (laughs) There's nothing, nothing shit in the urinal funny about that. That or, uh... Poop peeking over the seat. Not that funny. Tell you that much. There's no gopher head coming out of my Christmas decorations. You're trying to. You're trying to get into it. So that's. Uh, no, I got nothing. I got nothing. Urban, that was it. That was it. Urban yeah. Dictionary. Then. So we've, yeah, I we've tasked. So. We've tasked the youngins uh, to come up with each. Come up with a good one, and uh, us old folks are going to try to. Try to take some guesses at it. Take some stabs at it. I guess I'm old. Yeah. I guess. Alright, what do you fellas got? Alrighty, I got doing the Oreo. Didn't you do the Oreo? Did we do the uh, Oreo last or something. time? There's some Oreo when you yeah, get excited was... because you remember there's Oreos in the refrigerator? Is that not it? That is not it. Okay, so doing the Oreo. <laughs> doing the Oreo. What that is. Now, this is going to sound crazy. Yeah, there's a required bit of silence for the terrible, <laughs> terrible thoughts that are going on in my head. But I think doing the Oreo is having sex, but you created an Oreo boundary between you and your mate uh, out of the white filling of Oreos, and you use that as lubrication instead of standard <laughs> means of lubrication. Wouldn't that just be a condom? <laughs> An icing condom? Yeah, basically an icing. <laughs> but, I mean, it takes... I mean, if you're buying double stuff, you're talking about, like, a full case of double stuffs. Okay. I don't think it would take a full stuff of double stuff. It probably would. There's not a lot of icing in Oreos. 
that's that's not it. No. Well, the, no. the, okay, so back in when I used to watch porn, I you used to. I don't. I don't anymore. <laughs> not since two thirty. Not but, since nom. But an Oreo used to always be when there were two individuals of African American color matched up with an individual of white color so i'm thinking doing the oreo is now the urban dictionary way of having a threesome two black individuals and one white individual yes, sure. an ebony ivory and ebony combination yes i'm pretty yes. sure that's called an eiffel tower but that's just me what so what is it the, yeah, you were correct. To African using the Oreo icing gentlemen. is is uh, lubrication. Right. I did it, man. Thank, <laughs> you. Thank you. What else we got, boys? Okay, mine's probably not gonna be as funny, especially since you two watch Comedy Central and it's probably been on there. I don't but have cable. Oh, okay, well then it's called the Poltergeist. What? Okay, I think I know what this one is. I think I well, know then, what this one is. Well, then you go last, because I want to see what Uncle Chris All right, does. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. It's called what? The Poltergeist. Okay. <clears throat> that, that can't be fucking dead people. <laughs> no, I don't. That is that necrophilia. Is, that is no necrophilia. <laughs> We're also not murdering a cat in the background, if you can hear that. It's just lonely. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, that will definitely need to be edited there. The cat is just lonely. <laughs> well, it's, it's, not, it's not getting any harm. It's just meowing. The cat's just lonely. All right, Chris, what's your guess on <coughs> doing the poltergeist? The poltergeist is... Uh, okay, there's a scene in the movie, the original poltergeist movie, where they put the woman into the portal and then they try to get her out and he's pulling on her with a rope to try to get her out. I think it's like some type of sex with a rope involved in it. It's called bondage and I don't think that's not what it is. <laughs> it says sex with a rope. I think if I... I think I've heard of this. That's when you uh, tear all the sheets off the bed and then you're doing it and then you finish it on top of the young lady and then throw the sheet on her and then she's a ghost. No. <laughs> Stuck on her. She's like, ah, I'm a ghost! <laughs> That's not what it is. It's it's when a man is having sexual intercourse with a woman from behind. He sneaks out and is replaced by his friend. He, oh my god. <laughs> oh, That's right. Good lord. He goes, That's terrific. He, he goes out the window, knocks on the window, and says hello. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my God! The old bait and switch. <laughs> That's a terrible thing. Jeez. Holy cow! How do you come up with this stuff? It was on the Comedy Central. <laughs> All right. Does anybody have anything else? Amy or are we Schumer get shut down right away. <laughs> that was a joke that Amy Schumer stole. One of many. What you have like a vendetta against Amy Schumer? I don't like her as a comedian, but if I went down this rabbit hole, we would have like an hour of Amy Schumer talk when we should be talking about Star Wars. All right. Anybody else got any urban dictionaries? That's all Keith I got. Urban. Keith Urban Dictionary. Close out the Keith Urban, I believe. Then. Yeah, I think That's... we're gonna have to shut it down. We've got a lot of content to bring up today, and I think it's probably good that we cut her short. 
Uh, Chris, you have anything to add before we get real deep into Star Wars? No, I'm looking forward to this. I think we got a uh, collective panel of uh, very uh, opinionated individuals, so this is going to be fun. All right. Well, without further ado, Chris is going to take over the chronological. Uh, he'll be our uh, our wise galactic tour guide on this fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. So we need to establish a timeline about about what we're going to be talking about. There's very broad-based areas um, in in the Star Wars chronology. There's the Age of the Old Republic, which takes place oh, about five thousand years prior to the to the centralized event in the Star Wars galaxy. Now, the centralized event in the Star Wars galaxy is the Battle of Yavin. That's agreed upon by everybody so it's it's kind of like uh bc and ad in christianity the battle of what the battle of yavin Um, so so anything that takes place prior to that is attached with the acronym bby before the battle of yavin anything after that is aby after the battle of yavin Um, so we're doing bby Correct. We're doing we're doing before the battle of Yavin. So, but there's a lot of broad-based timeline areas. So you've got the age of the old republic, which I think is what they're going to deal with. That's probably the new trilogy is going to come with that. You've got the age of the galactic republic, the age of the empire, the age of the new republic, um, and and so that's where we're going to be. The movies we're going to be talking about are going to be taking place somewhere between 37 BBY before the Battle of Yavin and 20 BBY. So we're talking, we're talking what? Uh, 17 years. 17 year span? Yep. Why are you giggling? I was coughing. Oh, okay. Got the Rona. All right. And here we are in close quarters. So with that in mind, um, according to the the chronology and timeline of of the site that I'm using, uh, The Phantom Menace, Episode 1, Phantom Menace, takes place in 32 BBY. Some of the events prior to that. So let's jump in there with the Phantom Menace talk. Everybody all at once, man. Uh, I think this is... The a good introduction to the Star Wars universe if you're gonna go chronologically. Getting the worst one out of the way. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> think it's the worst. No, one. it's not the worst. It's the we'll third. get there. <laughs> it's it, it has, there soon. It so, has good world building. Yeah, so Phantom Menace starts out. Good world building. Oh, world building. Okay. Um, somebody want to go over plot lines? I'll go over. What happened in Phantom Menace? Okay, so what you have in the Phantom Menace is you start off with two Jedi, Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon, trying to solve a trade dispute between um, the Trade Federation and Naboo. Things go wrong. They have to travel outside of the... um, to the Outer Rim, to Tatooine, where they meet a boy named Anakin. Anakin gets them the parts that they need through pod racing. 
You're going to really need to go quickly. Okay. They go, They get out of the place. They go and they try to get Anakin into being a Padawan. He is rejected and they go back to Naboo. They have a big fight. Three Split into three places. The one with the Gungans. The one with the um, Naboo natives. And the one with the Jedi. The, it, well, I guess there's one in space too. All things go correct. The ship is destroyed. The Gungans win. Um, the Nabooians tr- capture the um, guys in charge, and the Jedi defeat Darth Maul with the casualty of Qui Gon Jinn. So everything goes right. Qui Gon dies. It's real great. Yeah, get him out of here. And it depends on if you hate Qui Gon Jinn. <laughs> that might be Qui-Gon. the worst synopsis. That was I've the ever saddest <laughs> reading of. Did you read that? No, you don't even have paper. You just were you reading that from the inside of your eyelid? Yeah, that's exactly what I was doing. And that's exactly what happened. Was yeah. I wrong? It is None what of happened. Plot is super sloppy. So we meet our first Jedi's. Qui-Gon Jinn, not the first Jedi's ever, obviously. Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Qui-Gon Jinn played by one Liam Neeson. Boom. Killer. Yeah, absolutely a killer. Let's set let's go over some of this dude's fucking credits. Alright? Number one. Trains the guy who trains Darth Vader. Boom. Badass. Trains Batman. Boom. They kidnap his daughter after he trained Batman and Darth Vader? Why would they do that? <laughs> they obviously haven't been paying attention. Obi-Wan played by Ewan McGregor. Uh, before that, his biggest credit really was train spotting, and then after that, he's been in just about everything. Um, but I think the importance of these characters is really good because you get you get really you get really a, a good peek into what the movies that we've already seen by this point, which were Star Wars: New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi, where you meet Obi Wan, and so you get kind of you're like okay this is how this is starting so that's your introduction into familiar characters right away you're familiar with Obi-Wan you just see him as a younger man and then you continue on through the movie so it's kind of nice Chris what do you think about Phantom Menace what (laughs) (laughs) what do you think about the beginning of Phantom Menace we do have some cool some cool things we get to learn. We get to learn uh, Darth Maul, who is probably one of the more popular villains uh, through the Star Wars series, who becomes even more popular after he gets sawed in half at the end of this movie. Indeed. <clears throat> he was he was one character that they couldn't kill because everyone just loved him so much. Like yeah, he, there's that. There was plans for him to stay dead. But then they were like, well, everyone loves him so much, we have to bring him back to the Clone Wars. Kenobi! So, Kenobi! So let's keep in mind bad. keep in mind that the original trilogy came out years ahead of this. This was George Lucas's, in my mind, failed attempt to explain how things got to where they were in Episode Four. So, yes, you have to introduce characters that we know, the Jedi. We know Obi-Wan Kenobi. Somebody trained Obi-Wan Kenobi, obviously, and now we learn who that is. So they're touching on familiar things. Um, Jedi. But they really can't and don't have time to set up why this trade federation is in control of everything. So they just kind of jump into the storyline. 
Yeah, yeah, but what we find out is the Galactic Senate is the main source of power through the universe. Indeed. Yeah. Um, but the Trade Federation is trying to pull a fast one. And they're trying to... <laughs> sorry, I had a movement. I had a crisis. Um, they're trying to, uh, to screw over Naboo because they know it's going to start. So what they don't know is that the guy pulling all the strings is... is uh, you know, you find out pretty quick it's the Emperor from the other movies. Well, spoiler alert, didn't even know what the fuck. It's, it's like <laughs> ten minutes into the film. We weren't there yet. It's ten minutes <laughs> into the film. You meet him before you meet Darth Maul, who we already mentioned. Was it me, or like, was it obvious, like, who it was? Like, almost to an annoying point? Who Palpatine was? Well, like, the whole, like... I know it's a prequel and you have to like learn who the bad guy is in the prequel and what he did to get that source of power. But you knew who like he you knew who he was immediately as he yeah, showed as, up. As soon as he like, oh, shows his is. face. Emperor. We're just like, okay, cool, yeah, got it. But then I think after a while you realize that was their plan was for you to know that this yeah. dude's pulling some shady shit in the background while everybody else is over here. Playing pull weenie out of butt or whatever they played back in the galactic times, um, but I I I would have enjoyed it more if I didn't know who was like the bad guy in charge because I was like everything this said this man says now is literally going to just be to kill the Jedi and well you, but you got to keep in mind that nobody in the movie knows what. We as watchers know. We know what happened in four, five, six. Yeah. None of these people know that. So they're more so establishing the storyline for the people in the movie than yeah. they are for I mean, us. If you look at it in context, it's not obvious for the Jedi that they know that Palpatine's up to no good. They know that there's a Sith, there's a powerful Sith out there. They don't know who it is. And then. You know, he he's basically setting up the dominoes to fall in. So it's like, uh, it's kind of like Caesar. Like, like he's been in Senate. He's been the head of Senate for for a long, long. It's like he he took control of Senate because they needed him, and now he's 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 finding a way to make it to where no longer is it a Senate situation. It's an empire. Dictatorship. Now, yeah, so... Well, their yeah. dictatorship was completely different. That's... <laughs> Rome and the well, Galactic Senate were different? No, they... Co- no. Rome's dictatorship was different than our I like our version of dictatorship. I have no idea what to think now that you've let me know that Rome <laughs> is different from the Galaxy Senate. But anyway, it is pretty cool. We get to, we get to learn about pod racing... That uh, that was a game that they made after that. Um, you do get to you get kind of I think. <clears throat> so they don't really. I think in the old in the four five and six they didn't get as detailed into some of the backstory. Like when you're watching it, you learn about the Medichlorians. Chlorines, chlorines. Yeah, Medichlorians, which I think I think was a. In my mind, a failed attempt at explaining how they judge how powerful a Jedi is. Yeah, they it's like you look at it it's like a it's a it's an IQ test for Jedi. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a like a semen sample. Yeah. I, I don't think that's something that needed to be explained. <laughs> the Metachlorians. Yeah. It does because he's it it doesn't necessarily need to be explained, but so after they go to 
Uh, they go to Tatooine. What? This guy's got a lot of swimmers in his blood. Yeah, he is. Uh, this this eight year old packing some heat. Uh. Um, in any case, so they escape to Tatooine, like you said. After, and they meet this boy. Well, Qui Gon knows something's up with this boy, but he has to find a way to figure out. He can't just go taking children willy nilly. He needs to have a reason to take him. So he he tests his blood, and he's like, "Oh, the midichlorian counts." Through the check, through the charts, and then Obi Wan's like, "Not even Master Yoda has this high." So we get to uh, we get introduced to the way they figure out the way they find these children. They call them younglings. Yes, that's what they call them. Yes, they do. young Jedi. Yeah, I think the issue with that is they they establish it as uh, an important piece of like what makes the Jedi the Jedi, and then they don't really, like... They don't talk about it a lot after the Yeah, point. they don't yeah. do anything with it after that. This is like, true. This is very true. Oh, uh, well, my my problem is it is with it is in 4, 5, and 6, we kind of learn that this Force is this all, like, encompassing thing. Mm -hmm. Like, it's everywhere, it's, it's in everyone. It's baby. <laughs> <laughs> But going into the prequels, it kind of got it kind of got less like mysterious because they were like, "Oh, it's not actually like this force. Like we understand what it is, it how it a, works." They made it like a science. Yeah, yeah but that's that's, that's that's a good point. That's a good point, actually. They made yeah. the space wizards rely more on science than magic. See, but then I think I think that works well though because later in the prequels, I mean, we see what happens with Anakin and you know his fall to the dark side. Which is a beautiful story arc, um, but beautiful. then we see. The, I mean, there's Silly. there's twenty years after that before a new hope. I mean, by the time we get to the, uh, I mean, four, five, six, the Jedi and stuff. That's just stories. I mean, so they don't. Nobody knows exactly what's going on in that time, um, and so I mean, like they they just have rumors basically, and so I think that's why it becomes more mysterious and more of like an all encompassing thing. Well, I think it 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 sits it stands to to show the amount of power the emperor gained is that he tried to even eliminate the knowledge of Jedi to where they they were just fairy tales. That's why it's so impressive whenever you go to the other one because you're just like they don't even know like they, they just know. not watch these three motherfuckers <laughs> are over here flying around. These bastards jump fifty feet. Um, so the, you know the way the movie started out. They introduce the Jedi. They introduce new characters. Um, they they introduce. Um, well, they escape the planet, obviously, and then they introduce really the whole reason that the the prequels happened. Uh, they introduce Anakin, and then they have to show why this guy's so special, which goes back to the midi chlorine count. Uh, we see his abilities to. See what's going to happen before it happens, which is why a human is such a good pod racer, which I guess is unheard Apparently of. Apparently humans are shitty. Um, yeah. Well, we um, are. Um, uh, we're better than those. So they're so they're partners. they're establishing they're establishing uh, why he's so important and maybe foreshadowing how powerful he's going to become. Keep in mind, this whole movie, these what eight. He's eight. eight. He's eight, yeah. Though well, he did a lot of uh, shit when he was eight. <laughs> yeah, but the one part I really didn't like about this movie, besides Jar Jar Binks... Oh, God. 
was the fact that, like, they made him seem like Jar Jar Binks. It points, like, when he's in the ship at the end, and he's like, oh, God, I don't know what to do. And then he, like, bumps it, and it shoots people, and it's like, oh, hey, how about that? Like, he's accidentally <laughs> being awesome. Like, fuck. That, By the way, Anakin's nine, not eight. Oh, sorry. That's sorry. Thanks for correcting me. Jesus. That fast difference between an eight-year-old and a nine-year-old. Yeah, two ball hairs. Um, that's what kind of made me like angry at the movie because like it, it didn't make a lot of sense. They they brought a nine year old to a battlefield. They told him to stay in the ship, and he ended up destroying a, a giant space station on accident, mostly. <laughs> he and struggled so, to do that on purpose I, later. It was actually the droid control ship. But uh, R two really should be the hero of this particular <laughs> incident. Rip the blue man. Yep. Now, uh, yeah, let's talk about Jar Jar. What a fucking waste of a character. The worst introduction of a character ever. Ever. The, the worst is like they just kept going. They were like, "This joke's gonna get funny <laughs> at some point. Didn't. This clumsy guy is gonna be funny." And unfortunately, because he was. Somewhat of a major character in the story arc, they couldn't get rid of him. They couldn't just yeah. kill him off. They had to keep bringing him back. See, yep. I think whenever they were in the little underwater thing, they should have drowned they, him. And they, yeah, they were like, they were like Jar Jar has got to serve his punishment. And Qui Gon's like, Nah, he saved our life, or like we saved his life, or whatever. He owes me a life debt. Yeah, he should have just been like, Yeah, you can kill him. Cool, we're out. Like, he yeah. should have put his lightsaber <laughs> up to the side of his head and turned it on. He's like, I'll do it for you right now. Like, hey, we got this. <laughs> now can we borrow a little, uh, little craft? <laughs> yeah, now that we, you owe us his life debt. <laughs> yeah. That but yeah, smart. <laughs> we take care of painting yeah, your the ass. End, like so. in the that battle scene was just like brutal. Like he's like, oh, accidentally shooting bad guys. Oh, now I'm accidentally blowing up a tank. Yeah, isn't that that was so stupid? Yeah. Oh, I accidentally saved everybody's life, and now I get a medal for being a clumsy chode. I, I think it's <laughs> I think it's so stupid because you jump from I mean the the semi exciting scene of Anakin in space. You know, trying to figure out how to it's fly It's working! Oh, you that's have, when he's turning on the pod <laughs> That's the pod yeah. You have that. You have um, the amazing lightsaber duel going on. You also have yeah. Padme and them running through the city. And then, I mean, all three really And then some scenes. clumsy Super Mario sounding fucker. Just, just over the, oh, my bad, oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of fumbling around with some blue balls, you know? Like, you know, they... They did a great job in this movie of, 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 of <laughs> did a great job in this movie of of following the classic Star Wars movie ending where you have several battles going on at the same time and they're jumping from scene to scene uh, within those battles. You have the space battle going on and you have um, you have the battle uh, on the land going on. Um, and, and then you have, within that, you also have the battle uh, within the palace going on. So three separate battles going on at the same time. And, and, they're, and they're jumping scenes all between them. So they followed the classic Star Wars motif of doing that. They did. They did do that. Now, let's talk about Jedi swordplay in this. So yeah. Darth Maul 
who I didn't think said a word in that movie. When I went back and watched it, he did talk a little bit. Not very much, but he talked a little bit. He's actually played by two different people. There's Not in that actor. movie. Yeah, there's an actor and then a voice actor. The voice actor didn't... The guy who does his voice now isn't the same one. Well, yeah. He was also like 10 the, when that movie came out. The guy who does the movements for Darth Maul um, got fired because he posted inappropriate content on his Instagram. Like you do. So now so, we have a whole new fucking Dark Maul. So Darth we have Maul. no idea who's going to be Darth Maul now. Yeah, and well, we will likely <clears throat> find out uh, come in the Kenobi. The new what? one? <laughs> Did you just say? You just <laughs> said come. Yeah. Just randomly like saying it. Just, just Tourette's going on there <laughs> now? What are you just gonna... Balls! <laughs> Wait, the new guy got fired? The, no, the so new guy is the voice. That's your one important dude. one. The same guy has done the movements for Darth Maul since he was introduced and throughout the Clone Wars series. Mm -hmm. He did the movements for the character. The same actor as. The yeah. same actor, yeah. And he posted inappropriate content on his Instagram, and so he will no longer be playing Darth Maul. Oh, but okay. the good news is, is you can't really see his face that well. Yeah. And he's got metal legs now anyway. That's your getting way ahead there, big M. Oh, sorry. So, anyway, we do have one of the best Jedi duel or triple duel, whatever you want to call it. Might be the best. Um, whenever, and you know what? I really thought this was this emotional point in it when, when Kenobi has to watch Qui-Gon get run through it's miserable man you're just like oh shit i i and whatever those weird laser walls are he's like come on motherfucker i want to get in there i i i loved the use of the laser walls because it kind of showed like the difference between an ideal jedi and an ideal sith lord because if you because if you saw it whenever the walls came up um Qui-Gon Jinn immediately started meditating, started yeah. calming his mind, started focusing on the Force. And we found out that's not the way to do it. That's not the way to do it. <laughs> he, got, he got killed. But Darth Maul, he was just, he was aggressive. He was gotta, pacing forcefully. Gotta he, stay loose. Yeah, you gotta stay loose. You gotta, he got all cramped up in there in that little sit position. You gotta get fucked up. And so I, I just I just loved the showing the two good versus evil. What was Obi Wan doing during that? He was stuck well, so there too. Kind of so a he, kind of a mix of the two. Yeah, yeah. He was his, clearly his emotional. Yeah, I mean his emotions get the better of him. You can tell that he's inexperienced because he's. I mean he gets angry, um, and as soon as the walls open up, I mean he charges right at Darth Maul. He doesn't he doesn't mess around. I mean that really shows how. Or at the time, what seemed like not a good idea, because that's not what he's trained to do. Evidently, it turned out to be the right play. But I think that shows a little bit how maybe, you know, some of our favorite characters and favorite, sorry, had a little belch there, and favorite good guys are conflicted in the Force. And I Indeed. think that's the best, that's what they say, find a balance. So your total lightsiders, they're going to be a little bit less. You know, like Qui-Gon, who just had faith that everybody was going to be good. And then you've got Obi-Wan, who's not real sure. He was able to channel it and fucking chop Darth Maul in the half mm -hmm. and then push him down a hole. Which clearly would kill most men, but not <laughs> little red, black face, pointy head guys. I, I, I also believe it, it showed the at the very beginning... Like how Anakin could get so emotional, 
Because mm-hmm. after after that happened, they gave this like really talented youngling who they were worried about him using his emotions to a dude who just defeated a guy. <laughs> and you gotta think he wasn't actually that much older than Anakin. Mm-hmm. He was young. I mean, he was he was maybe eighteen. I mean, obviously, you and McGregor was a little bit older than eighteen. Yeah, but he was definitely pretty young whenever it started 25 25 how old Ewan was or how old Obi-Wan Obi-Wan was 25 so he's what 16 years 16 years older than than Anakin so you know their siblings have less of an age difference you know keep keep in mind that the Jedi Council didn't even approve of Anakin's training um of by Obi Wan, they they felt like it was a bad idea. And he's like, "Go fuck yourself." How's that sound? I'm gonna go train this little shit. And then he did. And then he did. And then they accepted him. Kind of. So used him. I, I mean, do you guys do you guys have any other major a... major points you want to touch on in in Phantom Menace? Uh, I. I have a couple things that bugged me if you want to skip that, but... Let's hear the bugs Bryson yeah. segment. Don't talk yeah, about the good. Good. Let's hear I the think bad. we got to hear your... I really enjoyed you talking shit about the charitable guy in the NFL draft episode where you're like, this <laughs> motherfucker skipping the draft to feed hobos? Apparently he didn't <laughs> skip the draft. Apparently. You got it wrong. Wow. False Apparently I got it. No, wow. that's what they told me. They were like, oh yeah, he's not there. And then everyone else, he's clearly there. All right, I anyway, got, continue but, on with what we like to call Bugs Bryson, our new segment. <laughs> really chaps my asshole. Go well, ahead, start it like that. Do I have to? No. <laughs> I don't want to. Um, but I, just Anakin as a kid made me mad because whenever he's... It's working. When, when he was space battling and he like blew up that command center, he was like, now this is pod racing. And I was like, no, no, it's not. Right, he's, he's <laughs> autistic. <laughs> he's on some kind of spectrum. But then... It's so terrible. Sorry <laughs> to the young people who are going through things. But, anyway, go ahead. But then also, they were so worried about Anakin, and they were so worried that he was too old and he was too emotional to be trained. But even then, they were like, we're not going to train him. You can train him, Obi-Wan, who just lost your master and just became a Jedi Knight. We're not going to do it, but you are. And, it's, and it was like, if you're going to have him, if you're going to have him trained, if he's going to be trained no matter what, give him to a master, someone who has tenure, someone who's able to, someone like a... Um, Mace Windu, who has a dark side to him, so but good. uses it for Because good. you're black, you're saying he should be trained by the black guy? Yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Also, wasn't Mace in charge of the Jedi? Like, should, he's probably fucking busy. No, right? Yoda was in charge of the Jedi. One of I don't think so. It's One clear that Qui-Gon, Mace Windu Qui-Gon said Qui-Gon had told uh, uh, Obi-Wan that he was going to become a great Jedi. So, they're and they agreed he was the chosen one. There, there was time there. There, it was set that Obi Wan was going to become a great Jedi. He wasn't there yet, um, and and may so maybe 
the fact that he was being trained by a not quite fully prepared Jedi explains why things turn south. Yeah, like... Well, it depends on which side you're on. If you're a fan of the Empire, things really just start getting good. Things went real well for you. Yeah. But, like, you, you see it a lot in their, like, the difference in their ideals where Yoda and, and Obi-Wan were, like, pure good. Anakin's too young, old to be that. He's not able to be a ideal Jedi. Give him to someone who's also not an ideal Jedi like Mace Windu. And, and I think we really see that in episode two. Which is where we're transitioning right now. Alright, great transition. Please speak. <laughs> um, I mean, we really see that he, um, the fact that he was so old whenever he started getting trained um, by Obi-Wan is he didn't... I mean, so whenever you're a kid, your parents are going to tell you to like treat others with kindness and you can be raised into always treating others with kindness. Anakin grew up his young years in a very rough situation. As a slave. Yeah, being known not to treat people kindly, actually to be a little upset with people. And so as he, we now see him older in episode two, we see that. He gets very frustrated many times in this movie. The worst Star Wars movie. He's a bitch. He's, oh, God. He's a whiny little yes, bitch. Yes, good, good oh, kind big of old badge. Great point and... Great segue there. Walrus face. Segues us into maybe the most hated of the prequels. In my mind, it is. It sucks. Although you do get to meet Boba Fett's dad, Django Unchained Fett. Anakin is now twenty, by the way. Would anyone like to give a little summary? Years in the future, he's twenty. Padme's what? Twenty-five. Let's see. No, she's got to be a little older than that. Oh, yeah. May is 24. What? Which means she was 13 in the first one. She was a queen at 13 years old. She was a pretty well-endowed 13-year-old. Well, we can talk about that never, but, uh... (laughs) I mean, the actress wasn't 13, but the character... And Natalie Portman was, like, 17. Obi-Wan's 35, by the way. Oh, okay, so yeah, 20, in, uh, 20 year old, 35 year old is really not that big of a It's only four years greater than you and I. Yeah. Anyone so, want to give a summary of what happened? A uh, bunch of dumb shit in the movie fucking sucked. Uh, so it starts with some <laughs> dumb stuff, and then Anakin talks about sand, and then it finishes with more dumb stuff. And the worst lightsaber duel ever in all of Star Wars. These guys are just sitting here waving their arms in the air with red and blue lights flashing around. Them. You did see some fun Yoda action. <laughs> he was just flipping a bunch of times. That, that was that was the worst CGI I think I've ever seen. I was in like movie two thousand. Let me let me. I've got actually got a, a synopsis of uh, of this pulled up. If you guys it's don't mind, awful. I'll do Same my best movie. to get through this. I'll kind of paraphrase. Jeez, I didn't realize it was that long. Okay, so. Uh, uh, Damn. Uh, Galactic Republic is in crisis. Separatist movement led by former Jedi Master Count Dooku has threatened peace. Uh, Amidala returns back to uh, Coruscant. Uh, She is now uh, uh, Senator Amidala. Mm -hmm. Um, She got demoted from Queen (laughs) to Senator. (laughs) Ship gets blown up. Um, Anakin and... uh, Obi-Wan get uh, assigned to uh, find out who tried to kill her. Oh my God. They get introduced to 
bounty hunter, blah, blah, blah. Uh, investigation of that leads Obi-Wan to the planet of Kamino where he discovers the secret clone army is being developed. Uh, skip through that shit. Meanwhile, Anakin and there Padme spend, spend time together on Naboo. Anakin reveals his love for her. Padme resists. Blah, 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 blah. On Geonosis, Obi-Wan learns that Count Dooku and the Trade Federation, Nuke Gunray, Viceroy, have built a new droid army. Back on Geonosis, the Munich Count Dooku tries blah, 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 bullshit. Uh... Climactic battle in an arena-like complex. Three huge creatures. Oh, battle of Geonosis incurs. Uh, the, the Republic's clone forces are introduced. Uh, Obi-Wan informs Jedi Council of Dooku's warning that Sidious is controlling the Senate. Uh, Darth Sidious. Yeah. Uh, Palpatine oversees the launching of a massive clone troop force. The great and terrible clone wars have begun. And the final scene set on Naboo. Anakin with his new mechanical hand. We'll get into that. Uh, and Padme hold the secret wedding to which only the droids C3PO and R2D2 are witness. So. It starts terrible. Finishes terrible. That's all that we need to know. Yeah, the effects were early CG shit, so it wasn't great. Um, dialogue is just not dialogue is good. cheesy. When they're like running around, like jumping in the hay, that was horrid. Rolling in the flowers. Yeah. The only good part is it gave us clones, therefore it gave us <laughs> Clone Wars. I also like Mannequin goes and kills all those people. Uh, Oh yeah, he does kill all the sand people. We yeah. should have thought about that. He uh, becomes a murderer yeah. in this one. So there's that. Well, multiple occasions. <laughs> he murders now. That's the thing he does. Just uh, uh, later in the film, they they you know they're in the arena, and the whole part where Anakin and Padme get captured, they're like walk, going through like this like the mechanical stuff. Oh and my when, when god! When he loses his arm, yeah. and just, that's terrible. They end up in the arena. And no, he doesn't lose his arm in that. Then the lightsaber, whenever something happens there. Uh, terrible movie. Lightsaber. I try not to watch it. Um, I skipped it this time. <laughs> we were doing research. I watched everything, but... Yeah. They end up in the arena. You know, Jedi and everything shows up. You know, it's pretty cool. Whatever. We get to see what, Jango Fett get decapitated. Yep. So the good news... Another good thing. Uh, so let's, 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 let's keep it positive. <laughs> we get to meet... No. We get the clones, which gives us the program oh. Clone Wars, and then we get the introduction to Jango Fett, which also gives us the Clone War characters, mm-hmm. and gives us uh, it gives us a little insight into Boba Fett's significance, because Boba Fett's his son. Indeed. He died like a little bitch. You get bitch. to meet... Alright. You get to meet the Mandalorian. Boom. Or the one of the Mandalorians at this point. So... I think we all agree that this is probably the worst of the the three prequels. Not with, with without. I'd rather shave the tip of my penis off. I would say it's the worst movie out of all of the trilogies. All of it is the worst Star Wars movie of all time. And unfortunately, Actually, I I and think there. Christmas is pretty bad. He walks Christmas. Oh <laughs> my God. Christmas. <laughs> unfortunately, this is one of those necessarily evils that. 
necessary evils that had to happen because they had to establish where the clones came from. They yeah. had they had to establish why they got used the way they got used. They they had to establish um, the love between Anakin, Anakin and, and Amidala. Uh, it was just done in such a terrible way that it was just the worst, what, two hours and 37 minutes of I my life? I thought it life. was three days long. Uh, oh, Bryson, you yeah. have a point. Why don't you just I'm start speaking? Because I don't want to interrupt people. I'm a nice guest. You're definitely going to interrupt people. Two hours, 22 minutes. Oh, that was close. But um, I, at the end of this segment, I'm going to have to... Do, also give something that makes me mad but right now there was something impressive no there there were two things that i researched one of them might not be true but i'm pretty sure it is but the first one if you go back to the um the scene where he's killing the huts Mm -hmm. if you listen hard enough apparently they killing the what uh The the sand people okay um, if you listen, if you listen hard enough, apparently um, Qui Gon's Jin's voice is heard. It's just not loud enough to stop Anakin from killing people. So that kind of alluded to the fact that he was a Force ghost. He tried to like keep Anakin on the right path. He just wasn't strong enough. That is probably something that got added back in. That is most likely during, something during the the rewrites and re publishings and bullshit like that because force ghosts aren't even uh, mentioned until near the end of uh, revenge of the sith so. yeah that may be true but it is great attention to detail yeah. good job Bryce. Yeah. well Hell i looked it fine. Up, so. what else you got um so uh, this one's the one that might not be true i i read it a couple of weeks ago and i just can't seem to find the article but apparently during the battle of um Geonosis. Geonosis at the very beginning. Apparently something like 76% of the Jedi Order was wiped out during that battle. And apparently Anakin was the only Padawan to survive that battle. Out of all the Padawans that they brought But they have younglings. Well, they're not Padawans yet. They're younglings. There's a difference. Yeah, see, I think that they did a really bad job of showing the Battle of Geonosis. Because a lot of Jedi die in that battle, and they just kind of skip over it. Like, like yeah, fuck that. Because they were too busy trying to get over guy. to Yoda flipping around. I, I think... stopping something. I, I, tend to, I tend to agree with you on the point that they didn't point out how many Jedi died. Now, they did show a lot of them dying when they were in the arena area. Um, but when they actually hit the battlefield... Now everything's all hunky dory, and oh, we got Jedi leading us. So yeah, I I agree with you. They kind of skipped out on that. Keep in mind that the ones that the ones that died in the battle in the arena, well, they're probably not as well trained. They're not good Jedi. They're who fun. who is leading the, the clone troopers during the Clone Wars? Well, it's these generals, and who are the generals? the Jedi and it, and it's the strongest of the Jedi that are leading them well even even the weakest ones like Ahsoka got like oh, high God. got high we, 
uh, got a high ranking in there. So just being a Jedi got you like a general or a commander type status. And I just want to point out, uh, 170 of the 200 Jedi that they brought to the Battle of Geonosis died. Died. What are your sources on that? Uh, porn. Star Wars News. Boom. What was that number again? 170. About 170 of about 200 Jedi were the ones that perished. Yeah. In the Battle of Geonosis. In the battle, because they were all, because they were all surrounded by like a thousand droids. I think that was the moment where they were like. So, so according to that source, then there's like about. 30 Jedi? Well, no, there's elite high quality. 45, 50 yeah. Jedi. They, they brought really high quality Jedi, like a good st- strike force yeah. to beat it. They didn't bring the children. Most of them perished, though. Take care of them. Right. Okay, so they're not saying that there was only about 200 Jedi? No, they're saying they brought They brought 200. 200. Okay. So 75% of the ones who went to the battle died. Yes. Not seventy five percent of the Jedi. No, yeah, I yeah. probably misspoke there. Yeah, I don't yeah, know that, that. I don't know that that was <laughs> that was a victory. Then I don't know. Well, See, that's why I'm saying they they did a really poor job of like, showing the battle. Everybody fucking died. Well, I think I think that was meant to show exactly because everyone who was watching the thing was probably wondering why they just didn't have a war with. Just the Jedi, because the, we see the we saw the Jedi during the original trilogy as like these OP characters who never lose a battle, and I think the Battle of Geo, Geonosis was supposed to show they can lose. Yeah, the reason that they won the battle wasn't because all Jedi are great. The reason that they won the battle is because Luke himself is great. Yeah, yeah, Luke um, isn't. There, well, no, he's well, no, the reason the, that they won in the, the original, original trilogy, trilogy oh, okay, is okay, because Luke is so powerful, not because just any Jedi is powerful. Okay. But Good so point. I think this movie sets up the Clone Wars show really well, but I think the fact that that is glossed over so much because the Clone Wars it's <clears throat> it's viewed as like a like a kid TV show. There's but, a lot of killing. There is a lot of killing, and there's great story writing. Let's uh. I think this is going to be a big sticking point because I know you and you and Bryson uh, are are kind of big into this. I'm this is not my cup of tea here, so I'm I may have to be quiet here for a little bit. Let's take a quick break, um, and uh, and we'll get right back at it. Boom, baby! I'll see you in two shakes of a. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the wood shop. And once again, we are talking about Star Wars. So we just finished up uh, talking about the ball sweat that was Attack of the Clones. Or the uh, the midnight boner that never gets satisfied that was the Clones <laughs> movie. So now I think we, uh, Chris, you were saying we were going to talk about Clone Wars, the television program? Yeah, you know, and this is not my big area of expertise, so I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of sit back and and just kind of listen to the two guys that know a lot about this, um, Bryson and Alex, and and we'll let them uh, kind of take us through this. So. Taking over the woodshop, <laughs> one episode at a time. All right, so <laughs> um, 
We can just start by the the Clone Wars. <coughs> it starts as soon as Attack of the Clones <coughs> finishes. I would um, give it a little bit, a couple months afterwards, because it starts with um, Jabba the Hutt's son, or yes. a Hutt's son getting yeah. kidnapped. There, Anakin gets Ahsoka, and they save yeah. the day. Um, no, it did start right at the end of uh, Attack yeah, of the, the Clones the, because the Clone Wars starts with at the end of Attack of the Clones, but the series doesn't start until. Yeah, so let's be oh. clear: there was a yes. movie, Clone Wars, that was yes. an animated film. Which came it, first? It came, no, it wasn't. What? It was. Yes, there there yeah. was a separate movie that. That aired on Disney. That aired on Disney. That attached itself to the TV show. Yeah, and it was it was basically like the pilot episode. Yes. Yeah. Of the show. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. in in that a hut child is kidnapped. Yes. And it. Well, Anna, who cares? Well, that's like apparently the, Anakin cares about the hut children because it's where he gets Ahsoka, who yeah. is nobody out pizzas the hut. That's that's for sure. Yeah. Anakin is given Ahsoka to take care of. Yes. And so it's a whole thing. He doesn't want a Padawan, but she grows on him. Yeah. Um, which is great because Ahsoka, I would say, is the main character of the Clone Wars show. Unfortunately, yes. Um, Why don't you like Ahsoka? <clears throat> uh, I, I understand. Because she's a woman? No. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Whoa. You don't give a fuck about women? I, I don't give Jesus. a fuck she's a woman. Somebody's trying to out pizza the hut right now, that's for sure. Ah- Ahsoka is a character who, <laughs> from the beginning of her appearance, was on- the only meant that she had was to give Anakin a real reason to leave the Jedi Order. Yeah, yeah, um, to show his... Uh, they they, they uh, did a great job of showing his frustration through Ahsoka's actions. Or, like, like through their connection. Like, stuff would happen with Ahsoka, and that would frustrate him with the Jedi Order. Yes. And, uh, because they, they jump from Attack of the Clones to Revenge of the Sith, and we don't really see a lot of the frustration. We hear about it, but we don't really see his frustration with the Jedi Order. And the Clone Wars show does a great job of showing the... Him getting things. increasingly... It basically yeah. <laughs> gives you the ingredients. Yeah. And like yeah. I always say, better ingredients, better pizza. And didn't, they, didn't they touch... <laughs> Didn't they touch on his frustration with the Jedi Order in in uh, Attack of the Clones? Yes, kind of. But like in in the last movie, like it seemed like the only reason that Anakin was mad was because they wouldn't let him on the Jedi Council. Yeah. And from what we saw, we saw no, no reason for him to be on the Jedi Council. Yeah, or we, we saw no reason for him to be. Or for him to be treated the way he was treated. Yes. Uh, but this show really de- uh, dives deep into that idea. Yes. It gives you some some action to his resolve. Yes, because yeah. Anakin's very much the Jedi who they would send and he would get results. Yeah. He would win battles. He would save He was people. basically their wet work guy. Yes, he was the top agent. Like, Mace Windu... Kill their killed babies, killed children, whatever he had to do. He didn't do and that. And they just swept it under the fucking rug. He Got did. him, Blackgate. But, <laughs> but with the Clone Wars, 
it answers the question because he's always angry. He's like, yeah. they're not treating me like I'm worth. In the Clone Wars, you see he is resourceful. He is in tune with the Force. He is he is in all he's better than all of the people on the council. Yeah, and I, and I think the show does a really good job of it. It doesn't just keep him angry. Like all of Revenge of the Sith, I mean, he is angry. Yes. But this show it shows him in a good mood when he was treated like an equal. Yes. And it, I mean, it, it, that shows his attachment to the Jedi because they do treat him good some, most of the time, but then when they treat him bad, it's a significant event. Yes, right? So what is the main story arc of, of the, the Clone Wars animated series? Is it Anakin, Ahsoka? Is it... Is it are they developing what's going to happen later on? What What is the main story arc in that? The, the basic, as far as I can tell, is it is to bridge the gap between Attack of the Clones, yeah. <coughs> pardon, and Re Revenge of the Shit, Sith. Revenge of the Shit. You just can't yeah. get past that week, can you? Dude, it was tough. It was tough. <laughs> It was the it, it, job of the hut was in that toilet. <laughs> that that much I can guarantee. Let's but move anyway. on, please. Yes. So yeah, between Attack of the Clones and Re Revenge of the Sith, you get you get to where you're like, why is he so fucking bitter and mad? Well, now you get to find out. You get the it's the backstory. It's like the always neat pizza tracker that you get when you order from Domino's. Not sponsored. <laughs> But yeah, Clone Wars is Clone saying like what's the main story on <laughs> I'm trying to get us some sponsors. Guys. Clone Wars is the main plot of the Clone Wars is very difficult because the Clone Wars is very much an anthology series yeah. where it jumps around Jedi to Jedi yeah. um, through different things. It's but clear I have nothing to offer right now. But the majority of the show tends to focus around Ahsoka Tano and her building up to be a Jedi Knight yeah. that she possibly can. I did yeah, like the episode where it was kind of dumb, but it was nice to find out like about finding your little crystal that you put in your lightsaber. lost. Yeah, dude. Yeah, there was, there was a whole... And that dumb kid got dude. left, right? Well, he got out, but... Oh, he got out? Yeah, he... I got scared and turned it off. But yeah, they they show a bunch of things. They had a sub story with a bunch of younglings. Yeah. He got out. The ice did freeze, but he force pushed it, and then he got murdered by Anakin. Um, yeah, then Anakin cut his dick off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he showed him who's boss. To, uh, to go back to what Bryson said, uh, it is an anthology series, which means it's not in chronological order. Um, something that happens in season four could take place before the events of something that happened in season one. Why would they do that? Be because that's that shows like it. I think it, it gives them more creative freedom. It tries to explain context within itself. Yeah. So like so, the season where Ahsoka, they we catch up with Ahsoka. Well, for us, there's getting to the point where Anakin's starting to get evil, but we catch up with Ahsoka a year ago or whatever. Yeah. So uh, let me let me refer, uh, say this in a different way. So let's say there's a three episode arc in season one, right? Mm -hmm. And then it, it pauses, and it starts a different three-episode arc. Later in season two, we'll jump back into that first one. Yes. So it, 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 it fills in episodes, and then it goes back to where it was. And then it'll, later on, it'll go back to where it was again. And then later it'll go back again. So it doesn't, it doesn't tell a story 
in episode by episode by episode in a straight line, it'll tell it episode season one and then a little bit in season two and then a little bit in season three. It gives you leftovers <clears throat> to warm up later. Yes. Exactly. And much and, like when you order the twenty dollar <clears throat> box at Pizza Hut, you get leftovers. I think we can tell that you're about four beers deep into this <laughs> podcast. Um but the purpose of the Clone Wars the TV series is the the greatest way that I found it is in that scene in the sixth one, we're gonna jump ahead a little bit. Mace window Mace Windu brings in a bunch of Jedi to apprehend Darth Sidious. Yes, and they all get cut down. Mm-hmm. All Slaughter. of them. And you, even do- though in oh shit, no, we'll talk about that in a minute. I'm sorry, <laughs> I jumped ahead. I apologize. Y'all continue. And I'm very sorry for my actions. You're never very sorry. Well, I'm a little sorry. I feel a little bad because I interrupted and you guys were really riffing. So, continue the riff. But in in that scene, you don't see how strong the um you don't see how strong the Jedi who he cut down were. Yeah, it, it kind of paints them as like we're told they're powerful, pussies. but then yeah, um, <coughs> they just kind of come in. <laughs> they just kind of come in and get diced up like tomatoes. I mean, like But like Kit Fisto went Blade to blade with Dart, uh, General Grievous. Like he, like he was, he was. Well, lightsaber and, to lightsaber. I mean. Okay. Well, and then Plo Koon, <laughs> who in Order sixty six was blown up in a spaceship. He was he was one of the top fighters in the. Yeah, and he he does have a really good relationship with Ahsoka. Yes. In the show, I, I love that connection um, because it it. it it shows that Ahsoka doesn't just rely on Anakin, that she does have relations with other Jedi in the Order. Yes. Relations. You mean relationships. Yeah. Relations. Are forbidden. Like made popular in the popular television program Scrubs, where he says, we're about to have underwater relations. How late in the in the Clone Wars series do they introduce the Darksaber, and how does that... Uh, um, co- correspond so, with the Mandalorian. So that comes in in season two, um, season two, episode twelve. Uh, he had that sorry. pulled up on uh, his phone. Well, because I, I was shit. getting ready, I was getting Damn. ready to talk about it. Um, like the quick service you get when you go through the drive-through lane at Taco Bueno. He had that ready to go. <laughs> like a hot, <laughs> hot and ready pizza from uh, Little Caesars. Um, no, no. Nah, my bad. Nothing like that. <laughs> he has he has a line uh, and you have crossed it. <laughs> um, but so that that um, is, is in the Mandalore plot. Um, Obi Wan travels to Mandalore where he meets up with his ex girlfriend, um, and they do some stuff with. Um, oh, like the squeeze you get when you spread parquet uh, over your new watch. I'm pretty sure they're called Nightwatch. But you say yeah. as They're his... called Nightwatch. It's the bad boy Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. They meet up with them. Leader dude has the Darksaber. Um, I'm goofing around and I'm keeping pace. And um, <laughs> some stuff goes on. Duchess Satine, which is Obi-Wan's ex-girlfriend. Um, and then Sabine later in Rebels. No, I... That's just a character. Stop I detracting. I, I think when Sorry. you say ex-girlfriend, you're taking it a little way. Her oh, wow. influence on Obi-Wan Kenobi... She almost made him leave the Jedi Order. Yeah, they are in love. Is, they, she is uh, the equivalent to Padme, but Obi Wan managed to hold off his temptation. He kept his boner down. Well, yeah. So here's my problem. Why is it a big deal for a man to take a wife? 
Well, the way that the... That is the problem with the Jedi. That's why I'll never become a priest. <laughs> and... Or a Jedi. Because we got to have a lady. So, the... the I, I, I read an article somewhere. So, keep in mind it could not be true. It could also be. But... Jedi aren't like Is this GQ magazine. No, Jedi aren't celibate. Like they, they're they aren't celibate. So no. they get to go to town and get their D's ass. They they can they can have sexual relations with people. They just can't have emotional relationships. Oh, so they yeah. got the they, the one hair uh, quitters. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. yeah, because their their so emotions like have it. to be tied directly to the force. Yes, they're allowed to have sex. They're allowed to drink. They're allowed to have all these things. They just can't. Have it. They can't act for tied to yeah. them in a very emotional way. Yes. So, like the easy curbside friendly pickup at <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings, you don't actually have to get into the guts of the situation. You just come on, get what you need, and go. Exactly. exactly. Perfect. Excellent. <laughs> um, if we agree with him, maybe he'll stop soon. <laughs> um, but so the Mandalore plot actually continues. Um, a lot during this show, um, they they come you back learn to learn about quite Mandalore a, bit. a lot. Uh, yeah, the yes. planet Mandalore, um, and we get introduced um, in kind of like a side story. Darth Maul makes his return in this show. Um, Kenobi, I take you Kenobi every morning, <laughs> along with Centrum. Shut up! Sorry. <laughs> um, Centrum is a vitamin. <laughs> <laughs> um, so stuff goes. So the, the Mandalore plot stuff goes on with Mandalore. Uh, Night Watch is starting like a rebellion. Uh, they got to shut that down. Uh, they they then take a side uh, a segue, side quest. Side quest. Yeah, Darth Maul makes his return. He's, Dude, I watched that Darth Maul returning episode, and that is some wiki, freaky deaky witchcraft. He is crazy. <laughs> yeah, he's like this loco spider leg motherfucker who's just. He doesn't even. He doesn't have any sense at all. And that, is oh, that no. his mother? He's living in a garbage planet, man. Yeah, he's on a literal garbage dump. Yes. Is that his mom? No. So no. the that witch lady. The way that their society works is that they don't have mothers. <laughs> they have, they have someone akin to it. It's, it's the most powerful witch on Dathomir. Yeah. Oh, okay. And Ooh. Later in the show, General Grievous goes and slaughters. Yes. Yeah. Grievous is kind of ben, anyway, kind of back back yeah. Um. So, I don't know if you've seen a picture of um, Darth Maul's spider body. Uh, you know what? I, I have, and, and I think it's ridiculous. It does look a um, little wonky, but, he, but I, I, think, think, I think it's always ridiculous in the Star Wars universe how people can apparently die, but yet they can... Come Be back. right back to life, man. But it, it yeah, that's what he originally was. That's, that's at the art, very yeah. beginning, whenever he um, is on the garbage planet. Yeah, is on the garbage planet. But it makes sense why he survived because no, it makes no sense. He was cut in half and fell down an energy shaft. Yeah, but if while you there is absolutely falling no, down said energy shaft, he didn't die instantly when he got cut in half. It was a clean cut. But because all right, it cauterizes wounds. He was like, "Oh no, I'm falling!" But but you cannot survive with half of your vital organ. Well, I guess technically we don't know. Yeah, there's only one. There's only one vital organ he's missing, and he wasn't allowed to use it. Apparently, 
I just I, I, I think it's can fuck. I think it's I think it's silly in the Star Wars universe how a character that clearly should be dead continues to come back, continues to come back, continues to come back. I think it's BS. Yeah, I I think I I think we're about to find out some more of that BS next couple few weeks in the Mandalorian. Well, for for Darth Maul's way, it's. It's easy to assume that he uh, he lived because one we didn't see him like die die. He didn't see his and corpse. Two, he's yeah. a fully trained assassin, and he's he's he could have thrown throwing stars down at the bottom of the well, blown it up. Shot I just himself back, I, shot think, himself back up. I think they just bring they bring it back yeah. too much in the Star Wars universe. Maul comes back. Uh, Palpatine. Shows Never back nice. up, shows that back up way down the road. Yeah, we're way down the road. More episodes. They 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 bring shit. they bring people back from the dead on such a regular basis. Like, Jesus, does anybody fucking die? Why do they bury anybody? Only the good guys. Only uh, Queen Amidala. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so Darth Maul makes his return. Um, goes kind of loco, crazy. Um. I would too if I didn't have penis anymore. They couldn't put a fucking spider thing in my pecker area. He gets some legs and he goes to find a brother of his. Yes. Derek. Oh, what's his name? Michael. Savage. Savage Opress. Savage Opress. Yes. Savage Opress. And then them two become... Uh, drug lords, gangsters, yeah, and they group up with a bunch of people, and they go try to take over Mandalore, and they form Mm -hmm. what? They join Death Watch, not Night Watch. It's Death Watch. They join Death Watch, but then they create. They take over it. Yeah, they take over Death Watch. Maul gets the dark saber. Don't they create Crimson Dawn or something? They do. Crimson Dawn creates Crimson Dawn after the events of Clone Wars, where he uh, meets his defeat once again. That dude can't die. Thinking about it? No, not dead, but he loses the war. Oh, no, I guess because... I'm sorry to cut you off. you're good. But he he goes to the Mandalore. Mm -hmm. He rules that for a while. He kills the dude who originally had the Darksaber. And then Sidious comes back. Previously? Is that previously? Yeah. Yep. And then... Oh, when Sidious shows up... Creates fucking Crimson Dawn. We'll get there. Which pops up later. We'll get there. But, so, yeah, like you were saying, uh, Darth Sidious shows up, and he's like, Sup, little bitch? You think you're back? Nah, nah, nah. I have a new apprentice now. I'm finna kill you. And then Savage and Maul take on Sidious in an amazing lightsaber duel. I would say that's the best duel That is amazing. Of uh, of all the Star Wars canon lore movies, TV shows, video games, I think the duel between Savage Opress, Darth Maul, and Darth Sidious is the most well choreographed. Is that is that one of those where they they filmed people they actually did. There doing were it? Parts of it where they had um, actual actors, but most of that was directly CGI. Okay. Yep. Right. Well, it was probably motion captured. Yeah. Mocap, as they say in the biz. Which, fun fact, that's what they did for the final duel in season seven between Ahsoka and Darth Maul. That was all motion captured. Nice. It was amazing. Anyway, uh, continue. Uh, well, during during the fight, Savage Oppressed is killed. Ooh, which. Pussy. 
Well, from we've skipped over it, but he becomes a very powerful. Very powerful. He kills many Jedi. Yeah. Like him he's, and Maul go on a murder rampage. rampage. Um, it's 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 almost like it got to the point where you think Anakin has to. Um, Anakin at some point has, has to, to do in. something. Yeah, but instead, who ends up stepping in is Obi Wan because it's Mandalore. And his his female lady friend is on that planet. His he lets his emotions fuel his um, his actions to go to the planet, um, and where he meets Darth Maul, and Maul murders Duchess Satine in front of him with the dark saber. Such an emotional scene. Yes, but then he gets his comeuppance because Darth Sidious yeah. breaks so... in and <clears throat> bitch slaps him. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, what it, what I really like about that lightsaber duel is we see the we really see the transition of Darth Maul going from just this absolute beast of a killer in uh, Phantom Menace and throughout his start in Clone Wars, and we see him grow attached to his brother. We see that even the he Sith gets more emotional. Have, yeah, we see even the Sith can. Well, have he's not Sith anymore at this point. Yeah. when that and he has no sees, penis, which I think is is <laughs> <good>. yeah. <laughs> obviously, that's gonna bother me. It's I would grow. I would grow attached to something if I didn't have a penis. Yeah, I'd be attached to my penis. <laughs> but um, but we, we wouldn't gone. be. would <laughs> be so sad. <laughs> uh, I think it's a great mirror of how we see the Jedi tap into the dark side. We see Darth Maul attaching himself to a little bit of the light side, forming a strong connection with somebody he cares about. Because uh, he is, I mean, he is upset when his man gets cut up. Yeah, um, and he kills people. His so he's penis not quite or his brother. his brother? Both. Both. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but so then Maul is still on Mandalore. Um, just to finish off the Mandalore plot, um, Ahsoka comes up with Rex. This is in season seven. Maul is still there. Um, Which is the one on Disney fighting. Plus. Everybody yes. wants to watch Disney, Disney Plus. Nine ninety nine a month. Not sponsored. Um, uh, Bo-Katan, which is the sister of Duchess Satine, enlists the help of Ahsoka, who gets Rex and a bunch of clones um, to come to Mandalore, and they try to um, free the Mandalorians. Um, they end up... Um, they end up fighting Darth Maul. They find him. Ahsoka and Maul have a great lightsaber duel. Um, oh, I was disappointed to hear lightsaber duel. But uh, it was, go ahead. It was pretty well shot. My, it's clear that there's not much yeah, else that could happen. I don't know. He's really <laughs> missing some featured creatures there. Um, <clears throat> they, they capture Darth Maul. Um, they go up. They're in their, their ship. Um, and they're taking him to, like custody into custody or whatever um because they can't kill him because they're good people or whatever i would have killed the man i would have killed the bitch anakin um, would have chopped him up into little pieces and, ate then, him and shat him out the airlock he would have cut his dick off for a second time he doesn't have you to tape one on him <laughs> just cut, gaff or cut it off yeah. and he would have found his he would have found his legs attached his penis and cut it off but so to to um so they're, they're taking him into custody, and then click clap, here comes Order 66, Ooh, and damn. the clones turn on Ahsoka in the ship. She's in the ship with all these clones who just helped her take Darth Maul into custody. Now they're trying to murder her. Oh, and she's setting free, right? 
So what happens is she gets they the help love. of some droids. <laughs> <laughs> she gets the help of some droids, and they end up taking the the chip out of, or like uh, deactivating the chip in Captain Rex, so that he can help her um, escape and survive. Which is why you see Rex in Rebels, which Indeed. we probably won't talk about because you uh, you guys don't like Rebels. It was I the like shittiest of all of them. It's You're back sometimes. to liking it's Rebels. It's fun sometimes. Sometimes. He's back on Rebels, guys. We'll talk about it it's next sometimes. time. Um, but so she, Ahsoka, needs Darth Maul's help as a distraction, so she sets him free amongst the ship, and man just starts. I mean, he like, takes a panel off the wall, throws it down the hallway, and takes some clones' heads off. Yeah, he, he murders just hard. Goes and becomes he does a, a good beast. hard bit of murder. Um, so he's distracting some clones while Ahsoka and Rex are trying to make their escape. Um, they end up crashing the ship on a planet. Uh, it is an unknown moon. I have not named that thing yet. I um, bet we find out eventually. Here pretty quickly, I bet in Mandalorian. Um, but so they 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 crash the ship. Ahsoka and Rex escape. Mm, no, um, I don't think so, because I think they're going to a forest man in Mandalorian. We'll see what happens. Um, but we'll find out what yeah. happens. Mm-hmm. Darth Maul escapes. Uh, Ahsoka and She's Rex on escape. She's um, uh, Vader shows up at the very end of the episode at the wreckage um, and picks up one of Ahsoka's lightsabers, which Anakin had given her a few episodes prior. Um, and there is a bird um, circling the sky, signaling her passage, or at least that is what that emotional connect, or that is what that symbolizes to him. Um, so he believes Ahsoka is dead. We find out later in Rebels, really powerful Not so scene. Much. She isn't. Um, yeah, um, <clears throat> but we kind of skipped over uh, Ahsoka's main arc in uh, season five, which we can touch on quickly. Uh, yeah, so basically Ahsoka, she she's she started out as a Padawan, and she goes basically, she's a wartime commander, mm-hmm. and, um, and she just goes through all these battles, she has many victories, she learns along the way, not just from Anakin, but from other Jedi, like Plo Koon, and that stuff, and it all comes to one point where there is a bombing mm-hmm. at the Jedi Temple. At the Jedi Temple. And at the very, like, at the very beginning of it, it looks like, um... She gets set up. She gets set up. She gets yes. played for a sucker. Yes. Well, so, initially, it's it's the fact that it can't, or it might not be Ahsoka, because her and Anakin were somewhere else during the events. But nobody could, like, they were told that they were somewhere else, but they can't, like, 100% confirm it. So, later events happen. Um, one of, Ahsoka, one of her... Someone she thought was her friend is setting her up. Bara Sophie. Yes. Um, to look like the bomber. Um, she gets the help of Asajj Ventress. Or she meets up with her. They have an interaction. She's a great character throughout the Clone Wars series. Um, they... Uh, Ahsoka is come out. She goes to trial um, uh, as the supposed bomber. Um, and the Jedi decide that she can no longer be a part of the Order. Um, Anakin then discovers the real bomber, turns her in, but then they still decide that they or- they already kicked Ahsoka out. She can't come back. Or they offer her to they come back. They offer to come back, Sorry. and she's like, uh, what is that? 
Go fuck yourself. She yes. pieces exactly. out. Yeah, she gets out of there. She um, she loses faith in the Jedi Order, yes. and she just she refuses to join. And that's kind of like one of the final catalysts that gets Anakin into becoming Darth Vader. Is he loses he loses his closest thing to a relationship that he could possibly get. Yeah, or like like, from, like to know. a child, like the closest thing he could have to a child. Um, well, I mean, the the age difference between her, Ahsoka, and Anakin are closer than her. And yeah, they, they don't do a good job of showing that, though. They still make her seem like a very young child yeah. throughout most of the show. Um, but, so, yeah, she leaves. Anakin, you know, gets real sad. Um, later, she comes back. Already talked about that stuff happening in Season 7. Um, leading into Revenge of the Sith. And that's where we're at, guys. We're at Revenge of the Sith. So I think we should take a, a brief break, uh, and maybe I'll enjoy some of this refreshing fine Pilsner beer from Miller Lite, and uh, we'll be back shortly. That one is not mythical. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Was that your Yoda impression? That was Kermit no, the Frog. That was Kermit the Frog. Well, yeah, what was it? I don't know. I just said it like that. They're both, you want me to do I think an impression of something? I think that's kind of cool there, Bryson. Let's <laughs> all do our... Let's all I do... You must be welcome. Shut the fuck up. Let's all do our Yoda impersonation, and we'll let the fans, our six listeners, vote on whose is the best. All right, well, the four of us are going to vote for ourselves, so you two non-us people... You guys uh, chime in. All right, Seth. You, like you, you can when you ring the ring doorbell system. Anyway, I'll go ahead and do my uh, Yoda impression. Let's see. Mmm. Hard my penises. Mmm. Have sex I must. Within the next 20 minutes I will burst out. No. I don't ever remember Yoda saying <laughs> He didn't that, say those but, things? Uh, I, I thought he did. Okay, mm, good. Poontang I must have. Okay, good, good. That's good. one side of Yoda I do not want to see. Good effort. Good good effort. Uh, Bryson, you're up. I can't do one, though. But you, you gotta have give to, it a shot, You gotta though. make an attempt. Okay. Shot you, Mr. Gibbet. Kill the Jedi, we must. <laughs> I don't know. How many cookies that, do you need, <laughs> Cookie Monster? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well, well. <laughs> you know what? I get my Cookie Monster and Yoda mixed up sometimes, okay? Yeah. The Jedi must stop. <laughs> One, two, three, four. That's count. That's oh, that's count. That's the count. <laughs> okay, yeah. The count. <laughs> that's our sportsmaker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dinah! Daddy's got you, Dinah! Dinah! Yow! <laughs> Alright, Alex, Yoda. <clears throat> no penis ball has. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> no penis ball has! <laughs> Alright. Alright, Chris, what do you got? <laughs> hey, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I want to win this. I want to win this, so I'm thinking. I mean, you'll get a close second. <laughs> I'm thinking here. I was I was told by many of the people in the place that Seth used to work out that he would go on the intercom and make funny voices telling people that the store is closed. Yeah. Yoda just so happened to be one of them. 
Alright, here's my Yoda. Strong like the force you are, but not that strong. That's just you deepening your voice. It was okay. It was better than mine. It might have been better than mine. I don't know. We'll have to listen Mm -hmm. to it on Mm -hmm. That's better. Mm. (laughs) I thought he was going to bust out of like an emotional... Thought he was gonna bust out a yoga that I must. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know, my impression of Yoda is him as a, a straight pervert. <laughs> Just mm. love them titties, I do. <laughs> well, we do see Yoda unrobe during episode three. We do. Well, it falls off basically. Yes. Explain unrobe. He well, he's got removes his. He's robe. basically a tripod. Pretty much. (laughs) Let's talk about the eerie similarities between Revenge of the Sith and Austin Powers' Golden Member. How about we focus on this (laughs) episode three? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, nearly three years have passed since the beginning of the Clone Wars (laughs) Club. Oops, shit. No, I'm on the wrong (laughs) (laughs) one. Sorry, here we go. Here we go, sorry. Three years after the events of Episode 2, a new threat emerges. The commander of the droid army, General Grievous, kidnaps Chancellor Palpatine. The Jedi send Anakin and Obi-Wan to rescue the Chancellor and put an end to the Separatists' wrath on the galaxy. Uh, but with an unfortunate turn of events, things don't turn out the way they envisioned. Anakin's wife is pregnant. And Anakin is having visions of her dying childbirth. Meanwhile, the Sith Lord is manipulating the Council. Obi-Wan is chasing the robotic Separatist leader, General Grievous. And Yoda helps the Wookiees defend themselves against the droid armies on Kashyyyk. Will Obi-Wan succeed? Will Padme survive? And most importantly, how does Anakin become Darth Vader? Quick synopsis. Yes. No. He gets his dick burnt to to a crisp. Um... Well, let's start at the beginning of the film yes, yes, with yes, that yes. whole uh, capturing of the Chancellor. Kill him! Which, Do it. as Do it. we know, um, Do it. Chancellor Palpatine is evil, so he wasn't actually captured. No, he's just hanging out. He's just chilling, bro. Like, <laughs> he's like, I want a front row seat in this fight. Uh, so, Anakin and Obi-Wan, it opens with the, that great spaceship scene. Yep. You know, them flying around. Um, and then they get on the ship. And they go to fight Dooku. Man gets cut up. Yeah, Anakin. Man gets cut up. up. Anakin works over Dooku, and then when Dooku's done, uh, Palpatine is. You can tell he's starting to take hold when he's mm. like, "Kill him! Do it! Do Good, it, Anakin! Do it now!" Uh, Wait, then wrong thing. Kill him, and then he did. <laughs> and then he did it, and he's like, shouldn't have done that. <laughs> well, too Oops. late now. Yeah. yeah, it was clear that Anakin's already waning very heavily to the dark yeah. side in the first few minutes. And then it continues. Um, you know, there's a bunch of funny stuff between then and then. Uh, and then R2 sets a couple of droids on fire with an oil slick. Yeah, that's, that's pretty that's dope. Um, then they make it back. You find out, oh, Padme's pregnant. Um, they couldn't use and they gotta hunt time. down General Grievous and all this other stuff but 
we start to see that connection with this with Palpatine and Anakin really strengthen when Palpatine chooses Anakin as his you know his guy on his the Jedi. on the Jedi Council. The Jedi ambassador. Council is not okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they well, they want Anakin to spy on Palpatine and An- this this I think really drives him over cuz he's like, "Well, who the fuck do when do I get to choose what I want to do? You know, yeah. honestly, I think it was probably a, a dual spy mission that he was sent on. Palpatine was asking him to spy on the Jedi Council, but the Jedi Council was also asking him to spy on Palpatine. So they were both asking the same thing, and it was just a matter of time as to which side he would choose. He was just too stupid to choose the right one. It depends on... Had he chosen the right side, we... Wouldn't have any movies. Yeah, the yeah, Well, I mean, yeah. we wouldn't have the movies, but if you had to make the cho- choice, like he chose the wrong choice. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't the economical choice. Unlike the Toyota Prius. All right. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna give you the satisfaction so, of a response. Are you done? Are you done with that? The shameless plugging of products. Yeah. We'll, see. well, eventually one will get y'all guys a sponsorship for all six of your viewers that you watch. So, yeah, um, Palpatine's asking Anakin to do some, some stuff. Um, he offers some intel on how to save the ones he Anakin loves. Padme. Uh, Padme. He basically, he entices him with this yeah. tidbit. Like, well, if you knew the ways of the dark side, then you'd know that there's a way to, to keep Padme from dying. Yeah. Even though there's not. So, you know, the important thing to remember in this point in the storyline is there's still a big distinction between light side and dark side. There's there's not a real melding of, of those two beliefs. As we will learn later on, that they, there's going to be a being, a Jedi-wielding being known as a gray Jedi that embraces both the dark side and the light side. Uh, however, in this, it's either black or white. You're either good or bad. Well, I mean, I Damn. I believe Dooku was a very... Not Dooku. You just yelled racism. <laughs> I don't think that's okay. <laughs> no, I didn't. No. Jiminy Crickets. <laughs> what anyway, my point? Dooku what? You brought no. up Dooku? He already killed Dooku. No, we I believe... I believe that it, um, <laughs> Mace Windu is a very good example of that because in his fighting style, he uses a fighting style that's very aggressive and he does use some of those dark side abilities. Mace Windu's like the ultimate non dark side guy. No, he's, he's the most able to use the light side of the force next to Yoda, but he does implement the dark side in his abilities. Cause there's for, so for example. That's he was like, what? I guess I gotta kill Palpatine. Uh, what? like when he decapitates uh Django Fett, that's not a very good thing to do, Mike. Or when he crushes Dooku's Why is ribs. that wait yeah, wait like, uh, there's nothing wrong with killing an enemy. That's been established in the Star Wars universe. Yes, but there is a point where yeah, he uses droid he uses the same technique that um, Anakin uses yeah. 
to choke people to just destroy um, General Grievous's ribcage. That's why he's coughing during the final episode. It's because he had a run-in with um, Windu. During and the Clone Wars. I think it was like a really, really old cartoon. Yeah. And he just crushed his ribs. Yeah, absolute savage. And then there was also Plo Koon, who, was, who tried to make a light side of Force Lightning. Mm-hmm. So he did dabble in dark types yeah. of things. Okay. So you see a precursor of Grey Jedi in yeah. some of the elder <clears throat> members of the Jedi Council. All right. Interesting. Very interesting. So we're at... Interesting. So we're, <laughs> we're at a point where Anakin's having nightmares about Padme. Obi-Wan's been sent away to... To, to track down Grievous. Kashyyyk, right? yes. Kashyyyk, he's about to run in with the Robocop. Yep. And then the uh, Yoda's <laughs> Yoda's hanging out with the Wookiees. Yeah. But Chewbacca. F- 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 oh, yes, yeah. Chewbacca makes his first appearance. You realize how old Chewbacca is. At this he's got to be like... He's in his hundreds. He's, he's sure. 109 years old when Solo happened. Yeah. So he's at least... Uh... Hundred, he might be around a hundred at this point. Hundred four, yeah, around there. Um, but yeah, so our he gets our around main, pretty well for a hundred year old. Our, our yeah, main well, character around pretty well for a nine hundred year old. That's true. Yoda's one old man. He's spry as shit. Only it's like uh, he saves up all his juices for whenever he's time to go. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Alex. Go ahead. How old is Chewbacca? Um, it says, uh, in The Force Awakens, he's 234 years old. Okay, so, so he he's, around, he's right be. around 105, or 105, yeah, or what, what 205? No, Force Awakens is only 60 Ooh. years after Because it's, it's, it's 20. So he's like 150. It's 20 back to Return of the Jedi. Or he might have said um, 190, so not 119 in Solo. Yeah. Because it, it's it's thirty years back to Return of the Jedi, and then those that takes place over four years. The original trilogy takes place, I think, um, around eleven years. I think. Is it eleven years? Well, let me look that up. Um, I thought we were be experts. A, let's be accurate. Hey, we try. And then it goes back. What does this say here? But in any case, guys, while you guys are looking that up, I want to take a second to talk about Mr. Jim's Pizza in Keller, Texas. Wonderful selection of salad, pizza, and sandwich. I prefer the BLT. Some like the Sticky Fingers pizza, which has a nice garlic crust to it. What do you think, Bryce? I've never had the Mr. Jim's at uh, Keller. Well, interesting point. Very interesting. But one thing I do like to do is head on down to Wingstop. Get me some garlic, some Parmesan garlic wings. And perhaps some uh, some Cajun wings out of the ten piece pack, and then their season, original seasoning French fries are delicious. So we're looking at the uh, age of the New Republic here. Um, it's kind of a melding of the uh, age of the Empire and uh, age of the New Republic. What have you discovered there? Uh, from Revenge of the Sith to Force Awakens is fifty four years. Um. So if he, so Chewbacca's yeah. like one fifty eight, yeah, around there. Um, but yeah, that's all I was doing. 
Remind me again why we're so focused on Chewbacca. I need to know how old that Harry fuck is. Because Chewbacca... He's in the most movies. Ah? Chewbacca. Is it not R2-D2? R2-D2 and C-3PO in the most? Yeah. Chewbacca is one of the four characters that extends all three trilogies. I think... No, He's one of very few. Yeah. Yes, he does. He's in Revenge of the Sith. He's in Revenge of the Sith. all of... The rest of the original trilogies, oh, okay. and then he's a. Is he in Revenge of the Yeah, yeah, because he's he's the he puts Yoda in this yep, little pod. Yep, yep. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah. I, we were on Yoda's on Kashyyyk. Yes. Yep. Um, Obi Wan is out messing with Grievous. Order sixty six goes down. Yep, and then all of a sudden, the clones start turning on the Jedi and start killing him. Yes. Um, Yoda senses it early. Kills a couple of clones and then escapes. Um, he decapitates two clones. Does guts a lot him. of decapitation. So okay, so again, decapitation is okay. Sometimes. Sometimes. Apparently, I mean, Yoda is widely recognized as the Ultimate most Jedi. powerful Jedi. Um, in my personal opinion, Yoda is overhyped, but that's oh, just me. Geez. You just don't like little green people. Nah, screw them. But he decapitated individuals, so apparently decapitation isn't... When it's necessary, it's necessary. I I think the whole Clone Wars was designed to make the Jedis less of like Jedis. Like the whole plan of having... Take them from the angel status to reality where tough choices have to be made and they make them. So then we're at a point where Order 66 goes down and Windu finds out from Anakin that Palpatine is the, the Sith Lord they've been yes. dealing with. And he gather, he rounds up some it's, homies. It's Mace Windu, um, Kit Fisto. Kit Fisto. Um, God, I can't remember who else is in there. I feel like an idiot. But yeah, they go in there, they confront him. Uh, Palpatine does his little jumpy spinny things and guts him. Yeah, I think my least favorite part of that was his face when he was doing that stuff. He had like a distinct old man face. Here's the thing that I have never really... Get out my fucking yard! Never really been happy with as much as I say about how powerful Jedi are and and this and that. It it always always seems like the Seth... Seth? Seth Seth Lord. The, the yes, we will all enjoy <laughs> hot pizza from Domino's. You already says did I, Lord Seth. It always seems like the Sith are more powerful than the Jedi, and I thought that I just I never understood that. Why what are the, the fuck? Sith? Yeah, why are we? Well, there's there's many theories to why the Sith um, are more powerful than the Jedi. Um, one theory states that the force is not infinite, but it's a finite. The more of one of one type of person there is, like the more the Jedi's are, the weaker the force, the light side of the force it is gets with those spread people. spread a little thinner. Because it keeps spreading up, and they combine the two, so it's only two. But then there's also one where the Sith abide by this rule called the Rule of Two, where um, basically yes. there's only two bad people, the master and the apprentice, yeah. and it's the apprentice's job to get stronger, to kill the master, so that he can have an apprentice and take over the role. 
you see that with Sidious and Dooku. Darth Darth Plagueis. Well, so it starts with Darth Maul. Yeah, so uh, Sidious kills Plagueis, uh, takes over, and then he picks up Darth Maul, and then Darth Maul dies. So then he picks up Dooku, and then he sacrifices Dooku to take Anakin. And then develops him into Darth Vader. That's that's. So it's so there's so there's less beings drawing from the dark side of the Force, which is what makes him more powerful. That that's a theory. It's, it's not a the theory. one that yeah. I go by. I think it's just because the Sith are constantly in a state of infighting. Mm-hmm. They always have to be. That anger is so much more powerful. They they always yeah, have to be. Angry poop? God, that comes out so much faster. <laughs> And then you're done. They they always have to be stronger than their master. Because just, if they're not, they die. Just had to go there. Huh? Yeah. Okay. But in any case, that was uh that was a really good explanation. I didn't quite understand the rule of two. I think that works out really well. I think uh I think we got pretty far in and so now we're at the point where Anakin come shows up while uh, Windu's about to fucking kill Darcidius. The Jedi are taking over. Uh, and he acts like a really old, pathetic yeah. ball sack. Shooting and then the lightning at uh, Windu. And then Windu's like, "All right, well," and he's trying to convince him that he has to stand trial. Windu's like, "He cannot." And then Sidious is like, "Power!" Well, it's unlimited power. <laughs> yeah, unlimited power. <laughs> yeah, you had a power gasm, and then all over window. <laughs> window gone out the window. Yeah, that's that's what I find interesting. But about... you never see window pass. No, you don't. He's not. You dead. never know what happens. I mean, we haven't seen him. I assume he's dead. He's he's, he's a goner. Maybe yeah, he'll be back in the middle. But the Anakin, man. Anakin said, "What have I done?" And then he's... And then it's like immediate, like, master. It, yeah. It's because he understands that it's too... He's too it's far too yeah. into what he did. He's just like, well, might as well just go all in. Fuck it, method. And no, so then he I goes think, and kills no, children. No, I think he got even... Yeah, he, he got even deeper into it. And then he kills his wife. Well... Technically, is... he doesn't kill his wife. <laughs> Tech, well, I mean, te- no, he, they said nothing was wrong with her. He She's weakens her to lost the will <clears throat> to live. Well, I I wouldn't say she that he kills part? her. Basically, I have brought peace, freedom, justice, and security to my new empire. Yeah. So yeah, he 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 you know pledges loyalty to the emperor, mm-hmm. and then he sends him on his way to murder some Jedi kids. And that's when you really know he's lost. Yeah. He's lost after he kills the younglings. Mm-hmm. And then he travels to the great planet of... Mustafar. Mustafar. Where he later builds Mustafar. his castle. He later builds what? Yeah, Vader's castle on Mustafar. Vader has a castle on He has Mustafar? many castles. One of which is on Mustafar, yes. which we hey, see in... Um, Rebels? Yes, the Lord Vader said, "I have uh, my, I have many castles." <laughs> Sorry, I was Man. trying, to, trying to pull up a biblical reference there, but I failed. Sorry. <laughs> um, so yeah, he goes to Mustafar, <clears throat> and he starts killing some fools. Um, 
He kills basically all the people who were dissenters working for the Emperor so that the Emperor yeah. is the only one with power. He kills yeah. everyone in the Separatist Party. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. because the clones were taking care of the Jedi. the Jedi, he sends Anakin to take care of the Separatists. That way, there is nobody left to stand against him. Um, Obi-Wan and Padme show up. Padme comes out first, tries to talk with Anakin. He knocks her unconscious because she think, he thinks Boom. she's banging Obi. Yeah. I don't think that was his motivation there. He just had... That was the point <laughs> where he had really gone... To the point of no return. Yeah. Uh, and then we get the best live action Star Wars uh, lightsaber duel. I think so. Too. Objectively. This Objectively. is not this yes. is this is not an opinion. This is fact. And if you do not agree with it, you can go throw yourself in a pit of lava. Yeah. Boom. Like Anakin. Like but Anakin. You will die. Actually. <laughs> Hot lava. Those lightsaber no, battles too. between Anakin and Obi Wan in Revenge of the Sith. That shit happened. They um, did. They built sets. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and not only that, although the one part I didn't like was when they were floating in the lava yeah, on top was, of like the little things. Was like, come on, just get to some decent ground. And then it's over, Anakin. He has the high ground. I have the high ground. And then he tries it. He under he, he says, "Don't try it." And he tried it, and he fucking got ah! legs off. He yeah. overestimated <laughs> his abilities. That's what happened. Yeah, cause damn legs <laughs> off. The one time. Where the light side Jedi overcomes the dark side Jedi. But he didn't want to. It was clear Obi-Wan wanted him to stop, but he wouldn't. You were my brother, Anakin. I think yeah, you were, we were brothers. You. Yeah. It's sad. It's super it sad. Like, depressingly sad. And you were the chosen <laughs> one. And he has to cut his damn legs off, and then... You know, he starts burning up, and then Palpatine, you know, has this epic-ass fight with Yoda where they're throwing fucking Senate pods at each other. Like they're Frisbees, man. They're yeah, just they're like... Chucking them. Did you see Yoda, like, spinning that one? He's like, all right, get a real good spin on it. <laughs> and he threw it right at him. And Much the like the spinning dough from Papa John's Pizza. Anyway. <laughs> they were... The two great duels going on at the same time. It Both were really fun to watch. Yeah. And... And then you have some ultimate outcomes. Yoda goes into exile, where later he'll be found by Luke Skywalker. Yep. He uh, sends uh, then Dar- the real Darth Vader's created, who just has no fucking hope, because he finds out somehow he finds out Padme died. Well, Padme passes because she, not because he hurt her, but because she lost the will to live because it was just broken heart. Basically, died of a broken heart. Which After complete birth. medical bullshit, but uh, yeah, actually there is scientific studies that um ha- that when like wives and husbands die, it weakens like the muscles in their heart. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, that's a good um, point. Yeah, well, so that Ob- Yoda sends Obi Wan to deliver the child, the children. Uh, he sends. He sends one oh, home right. with Ms. Now with let's Sarah say we're, we're skipping past something here. Don't she forget. D- don't forget. At the end of the battle of Mustafar between Obi Wan and Anakin, Obi Wan picks up Anakin's lightsaber. Yeah, he takes his lightsaber, which he later gives to Luke. To Luke. Yes, but um, yeah. So who he delivers to his grandparents or to his uncle? His aunt and uncle. Yeah, and then Organa takes the girl. They split yeah. them up to keep them safe. 
Uh, Yoda goes into exile. Obi-Wan stays on Tatooine to protect mm-hmm. Luke. And then Orgon- Senator Organa takes Leia. That basically leads... And then... Starts the rebellion. Vader comes to... And perhaps the cheesiest line of the whole movie... No! no! <laughs> Got a fucking dart in your neck, man. <laughs> anyway. A great... Pro- the best prequel movie. Absolutely. Yeah, Hands for down. sure. I think I, so, I too. agree. I agree. It, it, I will... This may be my personal opinion. It starts... It like has a really exciting start with uh, Palpatine getting captured and everything. And then it really slows down. But then once it picks back up, I mean, it is fast-paced until the end. I think the slowdown, though, was to... It is great pacing. Bi- oh, it's great build, build the story. The and, calm and before then, the storm. And then, yeah. yeah, that's a great way to put it. It's the calm before the storm. It, it, great and story, keep right. in mind, keep in mind, the the whole purpose of this, of this movie was to... Show Darth Vader for the first time. Yeah, and the what fall technically yeah. should have been the first time. Where did Darth Vader come from? This huge character that we're going to see in episodes. Uh, well, four, he's mentioned five, in six. all the episodes, uh, damn near. So, so I I think yeah, it was a little bit goofy how they introduced him with the but. Darth Vader was there, and 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 so that was really cool. And and to be honest with you, Alex, I actually took you to see Revenge of the Sith, mm-hmm. and this I was remember. the this was the first time you actually saw Darth Vader on the big screen, and the reaction that you had to seeing him on the big screen for the first time was you were like, oh. Uh, you like yeah you were a little kid but you were like oh fuck uh, he shouted oh fuck in the movie he did he actually <laughs> said oh fuck dad that's Darth Vader I don't think I did but to get that type of reaction that's what they were wanting that's what they were leading into Yeah. Um, and again you take away the original trilogies had these three movies been made first I think they'd have probably been received a little bit better. Yes. Um, overall, I still think the second one's a shitty movie. It's so <laughs> it's bad. So it's so terrible. Basically taking a dump out of a fucking smoothie machine, pouring it into a castle made out of dog shit, and setting it on fire while throwing flaming pubes at it. What? Well, uh, okay. Very descriptive. <laughs> uh, I think. I think the the reason that second one is so bad is just because they they talked about the Clone Wars in the um, original trilogy, and so they were and, like, "Well, let's use that." Yeah, and they 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 had to talk about it, but it was it's so long that they couldn't show the actual Clone yeah. Wars, and so they were just like, "Well, here's the start of it. Now let's skip to the end." Like, yeah. um, and I think what was really hard for for George Lucas to do was he had to show. Them meeting Anakin as a kid. Getting old. Yeah, that. Uh, but they they had to show Anakin as a child because, I mean, they all started. Yeah, show the beginning. Yeah, and then but he only had two more movies to accelerate it and get him to Darth Vader. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I think those movies, they, it's it's kind of hard to connect the dots because they're so many years apart. Yeah. But they work together coherently 
because our main characters stay consistent throughout those movies. I agree. Well, all right, guys, that is most of our time for today. Um, next time, we are going to talk about... We're going to start with Rebels. Right. Or Solo, Solo Rebels. Rebels. Then Rogue we're going to talk about uh, Rogue One very briefly. And then we're going to get into the original films, episodes 4, 5, and 6. Indeed. And then uh, and then we'll, we'll continue from there. But guys, thanks for joining us. Been a hell of a time. Some great enjoyment. Bryson, put your pants on. We're not done yet. Um, all right, guys. Anybody have anything else before we exit? I mean, if I were to continue, it'd be like two hours long, or like the the time would be two hours fifty minutes. It would be it would be nine minutes of me just ranching about something that I I got. I got one question uh, that I'll ask, and uh, hopefully we can end on this. Of the nine Star Wars movies, we're kind of giving you a little, uh, little, little, little tidbit of something we're tickle. gonna do. We're tickling little, your balls. Little, little tickle Bryce of something. Tickling, tickling your balls. We're tickling your balls with this next question. A little tickle of something we're gonna touch on at the third podcast of this series. If you had to pick of the nine movies, what's your favorite? We're answering this now? Yeah. Absolutely, without a doubt, Return of the Jedi. In my opinion, is the best. It's my favorite Star Wars movie. It's not the best, but it's my favorite. Right? I would have to go um, episode three. Avengers of the Sith? Yeah. Empire Strikes Back. What about you, Kristoff? I gotta go Revenge of the Sith, too. Alrighty. Man, we've got ourselves a story now. Food for thought. So we'll, for we'll, thought. Uh, we'll tickle that again the next episode. Why and we uh, tickling everything? And then we'll... Right, uh, whatever. We won't just tickle. We'll full on cup. Oh god! At, at the at the end of this uh, three part series, we'll uh, we'll finish <laughs> out <laughs> with a uh, climactic climax at the end uh, uh, survey that we're gonna do, and uh, we're tickling it here. Uh, thank you, Alex. You got anything else? No, I'm good. Bryson, I'm I'm good because again, it would take like ten minutes for me to <laughs> yeah. discuss it. And of course I am good, as I always am, after I have a nice meal at the Red Lobster. So in any case, guys, let's have a great day. We'll see you next time on the Wiggity Wiggity Wood Shop.